Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with my good pal Rhino in the Super Talk studios, rocking you in this morning on this Tuesday. Rhino, how are you today, sir? Howdy, howdy. Well, it's big election day. And it's not Monday. And it ain't Monday. That's right. Progressing uh, through the week, (laughs) (laughs) as we do every week. A uh, good show yesterday, a good show on tap for you today. Eric Simmons, the mayor of Greenville, Mississippi, joins us at 1020. Frank Bordeaux, he's the chairman of the Mississippi GOP. He'll be in the studio at 1105. And then Secretary of State Michael Watson, he'll join us at 1205. He'll call in and give us an update on the voting across the Magnolia State. A beautiful day from a weather perspective to get out and vote. No excuse there, dang it. So I think the highest high I saw today across the entire Magnolia State will be along the Gulf Coast, and it will be in the lower to mid-70s. That's so awesome. You love that, don't you? Oh, that's just about perfect. <laughs> it definitely is. I, uh, I tell you, I talked about it yesterday, but playing golf, what a contrast between Friday and Sunday. It was like frozen tundra golf on on Friday up there at Mossy Oak. Beautiful, by the way. But Sunday, I had to break the shorts out. How weird is that? Well, that's weather in Mississippi, as they say. So anyhow, good show. All eyes today across these United States focused on this uh, gubernatorial election in Virginia. We've talked about it because it's it's hailed as a bellwether. I love it when they start all that. It's a bellwether. And honestly, uh, it doesn't, it looks like it's going to be a big deal. I agree. Even Vice President Kamala Harris, she's even saying, I I caught a clip of her yesterday, she says this will foretell what can be expected in 2022 and even 2023 and 2024. She went all the way out there. But this is just a quick contrast. And right now, by the way, the polls are kind of showing a dead heat, depending on which poll you look at. Between Terry McAuliffe on the Democrat side, Glenn Youngkin, the Republican candidate, and the polls are showing a dead heat. But the one thing I think I could sort of sum up the contrast, what we've gotten out of 
Terry McAuliffe. I think Rush used to call him Terry McAuliffe. <laughs> and and Glenn Young. And just a just contrast between the, their message. McAuliffe, it's just all doom and gloom. It's just negative, dire, dour. And every other word is Trump, Trump, Trump's return to Trump, 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 Trump. I think folks are just tired of that. It's People need energy. They need optimism. They need enthusiasm. They need to feel good about their future. That's what motivates. It's what inspires. It's what lifts us all up. But the message coming from McAuliffe and, frankly, his entire party, your life sucks, and I'm going to fix it for you. Government's going to fix it. And regardless of what you say about Yunkin, it's all optimistic. His message is more of one of optimism and positivity. And I can't help but think about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> the contrast between him and Jimmy Carter. It's a long time ago, but it's still relevant. And his... One thing they're getting called out on as far as the McAuliffe team is he is stuck on a particular number. And he keeps repeating this number like it's the gospel. But that number... He's referring to the total number of children hospitalized with COVID in Virginia. Huh? And he, he keeps touting it as like there's the there's 1,142 children in Virginia hospitals with COVID right this very moment. And he keeps saying that. He keeps repeating it. The problem is it's completely incorrect because the number of children experiencing COVID symptoms in Virginia hospitals as of last week is 19. What's up with that? That's just more scare tactic, doom and gloom. When they were presented the correct numbers, the McAuliffe team responded with, you should should check your math. (laughs) Uh, I'm just not buying that that's the message Americans want to hear. I know we've beat this horse to death, but it's worth repeating. You talk about the kitchen table issues. I just don't think that's what they're talking about. I think they're talking about, <laughs> man, it just cost me 80 bucks to fill up my vehicle, and it cost me 50 this time last year. I think they're talking about that. I think they're talking about store shelves being empty. They're talking about, I just bought that a month ago, and it went up. What the hell's going on? That's what they're talking about. Porch Cat is definitely unhappy with the supply chain crunch because I've been unable to find her preferred brand of cat food. Oh, shoot. So she, she's making do. I, I found <laughs> one that was a little bit pricier. I figured I'd spoil her a little bit since I couldn't get her the one she likes. But she she likes what she likes. And they, they tell me it's going to come in this week. So we'll see. We spoil them, don't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun doing so. I, I read this morning... There's some sort of day or event related to pets. I can't remember what it is. There's so many. I can't keep up with them. But So Americans spend $99 billion. You believe that? On their pets. That's the number. Just I can see that. Yeah. 
But does that not say a lot about our wealth? Of course it does. Oh, yeah. And uh, our generosity, our good feeling, does it not piss you off when you see somebody abuse a, an animal? I mean, of course it does a human. That should go without saying, right? You're not breathing if you don't feel some degree of disturbance from that. But, a, but an animal, it pisses me off. Because they're so helpless. An animal and a child, in particular. Uh, but, and it's uncalled for, and, it, and I, I believe people should be punished for, for such acts. But nonetheless, it's a huge industry, and it says a lot about, I think, the greatness of our nation. But this, this race up there, and again, I'm going to talk about the fact that I, I, you just don't motivate or inspire people with all this doom and gloom negativism, uh, it's just not appropriate. Well, look, the climate summit, that's all that is. And nobody takes them seriously because every single catastrophic prediction has not materialized. Can you think of one that has materialized? And Okay, maybe there's something to carbon emissions and its impact on the climate and the environment. I think the jury's still out on that. I still say that the fact that they don't champion their one big win in my lifetime, the fact that growing up you heard all about, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that, or we're going to have acid rain. Yeah. It's going to kill the crops and eat all the paint off your cars and your houses, and you'll have cancerous skin lesions because of the acid rain. So right. We, we don't have any acid rain. Wouldn't that be a win? I can't even think of the last time I heard any reference to that, any citation of that. It was about the early to mid-90s was when it finally died off. I remember it clearly. And and the doom and gloom we were hearing from that. We weren't going to have any drinking water. But I do think it's true that certainly in America, industry did implement various innovative innovations to address and resolve that problem, uh, mostly caused by emissions from factories and so forth, as I recall. Uh, that's just not the case. But the more they keep with these absolute Armageddon-like predictions, the more people just say, nah, that just ain't right. You ain't been right yet. And when you show up in your private jets, and yesterday we shared the report from Glasgow of the 85-vehicle motorcade escorting Biden, you just can't take them seriously. Give me something I can sink my teeth in to get me on board. Not that garbage. It's time for a break here on the show. When we return, Eric Simmons, the mayor of Greenville, Mississippi, joins us. Stay with us. Middays will be right back. Oh, 
Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Calloway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget, Callaway's Christmas Open House is the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Chicago bumping us into this segment, 25 or 6 to 4. 
You know, we guide you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. That would be an example of the latter. So we're waiting for uh, Mayor Simmons from Greenville trying to get connected. In the meantime, I noticed in my social media on Facebook, you know, how you get these reminders, memories of stuff that you posted on this day. Three years ago today, on this very day, it's no secret I I am a junkie for business and financial information and news. It's a lot of that's just because it's what it did, and so I consume as much as I can of that. I'm, it's always fascinated me. I enjoy it and enjoy sharing it. I know a lot of to a lot of people it's boring. <laughs> they don't want to see it or hear it, but it's it's relevant to all of us. But anyhow, on this day, just as a an example of the juxtaposition of three years ago and present environment in this country from an economic perspective. 250,000 jobs were added in October of 2018. This is when we were already at incredibly low unemployment. In fact, we were at full employment. 3.7% unemployment. The labor participation rate was up. The unemployment rate of 3.7% was a 49-year low. Consumer confidence was at an 18-year high. Wages were up 3.1%. Distribution industry jobs were up, even in spite of the fact that We were in the midst of transitioning more to a digital economy, certainly in retail. That was the story. That was the environment. But contrast that to today. Folks are not looking for work. Ten million jobs available. Unemployment is 1.8%. X higher than the 3.7% of that day, three years ago. Labor participation is well below that figure. Consumer confidence is certainly not increasing, not streaking upward. If anything, it's going backwards. How could it not? The cost of everything you buy is up. There's one thing you, you got to have. Is gas, you got to get around. I mean, there's a few people, I guess, that can avoid that expense. Mike in Richton on the C Spire text line says, I drive an S10 manual five speed with four cylinder gas gauge just under a quarter tank. It cost me $47 to top off yesterday. So, we got Eric? We're getting him on the line. Yep, thanks, Rhino. But so, thank you for that, Mike. I, I agree. But why is it we're so concerned about all these other issues? Hey, morning, Mr. Mayor. You there? Morning. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got you. Appreciate you joining us today. Thanks so much. Uh, Apologize for the little bit of technical challenges, but wanted to have you on. You guys uh, hosted the MML statewide, the Mississippi Municipal League statewide meeting last week. Give us an update. How did that go? Yes, sir. 
know, it went very well. Uh, our statewide annual meeting was back in the summer. Yeah. Uh, and we have uh, the largest statewide conference, and we did it on the coast, with 2,500 municipal officials, municipal employees, state agency representatives, legislators, and exhibitors all coming down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast to not only talk about coming challenges, but coming opportunities and how we could excel Mississippi and strengthen Mississippi by strengthening cities and towns. And so we do a really wonderful job in that. Uh, we had Lieutenant Governor down back in the summer. Yeah. Now, a week ago, we had the small town conference in Hattiesburg. That's, yeah. That's- and that had about 450 municipal leaders. And what we try to do, as you know, Gerard, Mississippi is comprised of about 85% of small towns. And these are towns, 1,500 folks or less. Yeah. So we really catered to strengthening our small towns and villages. And so we talked about a number of things. Of course, the American Rescue Plan. Uh, we talked about training regarding the form of government because when we had municipal elections, since back, we had about a 35% turnover of new elected officials. So MML is charged with not only providing training to municipal, new municipal leaders in small towns, but also uh, giving uh, state leaders an opportunity to talk about what they're doing in their agencies so they can strengthen their communities and better the quality and quantity of life of their folks yeah. by getting the right information, the timely information to affect change in their local communities. And so we do that at MML. Yeah, so, Mayor, you know, one of the things that is always top on the list and seems to be discussed uh, within the political realm on a regular basis is this concept of workforce development. Uh, and, and that, you, in fact, if you had the lieutenant governor, I'm quite sure he talked about it. He, 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 uh, he, t- he typically does reference the fact that he has discussions with lots of uh, uh, employers, and they all say number one issue is is finding qualified staff to fill their ranks. Uh, what's what's an update on that? What do you see coming from a municipal perspective and working with the state government, and perhaps to some extent even the federal government to to try to uh, address that issue? Well, you know, Rob, last week I was there at Hobnob. Not only did the governor, the speaker, and lieutenant governor all speak about workforce development, yeah. but the municipal leaders around the state have that at the forefront of our priority as well. So when you really truly think about workforce development, you think about regional approach. And I know here in the Mississippi Delta, we've been working with a number of organizations from Delta Council, Greenwood, Greenville, Leland, everybody joining forces, our planning development districts who help cities and towns working together to strengthen workforce, particularly yeah. with our uh, community colleges. We work with MDCC. And so when you talk to municipal leaders from the north part of the state, the central part of the state, even the south part of the state, they're working with their PDDs to find the right mix to get folks working and working with the corporations to say, okay, what we're doing. I know here in Greenville, we are ACT work ready community and we're training high school students early on to see if they test on a civil level, a platinum level. And it gives our workforce and our employers early on the type of workforce that we have coming out of high school. When that big company comes to that city or that town, they don't have time to say we need to train people. 
They need to know what you have ready right then to make sure that that company is profitable. Yeah. And so municipal leaders are doing that. They're working with their MD, uh, uh, community colleges and their plan development districts to make sure that they're strengthening their workforce development platforms yeah it's uh you know it's just the number one issue we hear uh really not only across the state across the country uh right now and and the pandemic seems to have amplified that issue it was an issue before that but it seems to have amplified it to to a great extent what what are you looking for um mayor out of this out of the state legislature and and from the state government uh, this upcoming session what are your priorities for for your city and the region in general well, we want to make sure, one, we don't have any unfunded mandates <laughs> yeah. uh, from on the city level. Yeah. Uh, and we will continue to work with the state on a number of things that they're working on, whether it's education, healthcare, workforce development, uh, economic development. Uh, of course, uh, medical marijuana has been that hot topic yeah. as of late. And our cities and towns want to make sure, one, we have control on a local level. And we can say where these dispensaries are going, uh, not near schools, you know, not near churches. Yeah. Uh, but also uh, we have an opportunity uh, to employ folks in our communities uh, if it were to happen. Uh, and so we want to make sure we get our sales tax because, you know, sales taxes are, are, are critical uh, for the viability of cities and towns. And yeah. so uh, we want to make sure that in any legislation that cities and towns get their due regarding the sales tax uh, that will be taxed with these dispensaries. Yeah, talking about the diversion in particular, you want to make sure that you get your diversion. diversion. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mayor, thanks so much for joining us uh, this morning. And I know you got a lot on your plate, a lot to do, uh, busy times, but uh, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks, sir. We'll talk again. Thank you so much. You got it. Mayor Eric Simmons of Greenville, Mississippi has been our guest this segment. Stay with us. We'll be back with more talk. And Frank Bordeaux uh, joins us at 11.05. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 73. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 49. A 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, cloudy skies, high near 64. And for your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, cloudy skies, high near 53. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. 
Find out more at madisonsellers.net or stop by today. Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippians are heading to the polls today for the state's general special election. The polls close at 7 tonight. In addition to local and county races, there are a few judicial seats, two district attorney seats, two Senate seats in District 32 and 38, along with a House seat in District 29. Any voter in line at 7 is entitled to cast a ballot. And billions will flow into Mississippi for infrastructure projects as part of the American Rescue Plan. The Senate is already working toward making decisions on how that money should be spent. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman named a special subcommittee of appropriations last week that's being chaired by Senator John Polk. Because the Lieutenant Governor is, is promoting a uh, grant program that would match funds for worthy infrastructure projects of counties and cities. He's already got several in his office of being looked at. I'm Andy Davis. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Great Chuck Berry. So, talking about this, uh, you heard on our news and Senator Polk on, uh, also on with Paul, talking about this big tranche of money coming down from the federal government. Even heard the mayor discussing it. $1.8 billion at the federal level from the American Rescue Plan. I want you to think about this, folks. Doing the quick math, if you look at the two bills that are that really comprise the entirety at this point of the Biden domestic agenda, <clears throat> yesterday Joe Manchin really rained on the parade. He says that he's got to see a little bit more economic and financial detail about this mammoth spending bill. Imagine that. Oh, okay, okay, we'll get that for you. Like, oh, you were going to vote before that? That's how crap happens. So, again, I, I've always said the $3.5 trillion, the one that kind of hung out there for a long time, was really more like 7 The Wall Street Journal said 10 <laughs> But now it's been pared down, if you could call it that, to $1.85 trillion. Even Joe Manchin said yesterday that he said he's only called out his own party, said you're, you're being dishonest about this. You're putting, the, putting in place these programs, as we've talked about so frequently on this show, that have a year of time funded in them, such as the child Payments. I'm not even going to call them tax credits. They're just money in your account. It's in there for a year. It ain't going away. These things are scored over 10. So anyhow, when you properly score that, knowing that it ain't ever going away, he says it's more like six. Okay, That's the pared-down version, which means he's his walks in his office. Senators, of course, have pretty large staffs that do that sort of stuff for him dig through, all, pour over all those details, and and then uh, plug it into spreadsheets and so forth. Here's where I'm going. If you look at the $6 trillion we spent over the prior year in so-called pandemic relief, 
you got the bipartisan infrastructure bill at roughly a trillion and a half. You got this other deal, if properly scored, it amounts to about twelve trillion. All right, total, just twelve trillion. So that's just twelve platinum coins. That's true. That's right. We go mint a trillion dollar coin, as some have called for. All right. That is $100,000 per household. 100000 bucks per American household. Oh, I'm a little short on my 100000 Can you <laughs> Can you help cover me? Oh, don't worry. It's going into <laughs> IRS agents. Of course you're willing to forego that payment to staff up with more brown shirts from the IRS to come get more from you. Because you had paid your fair share. It's a true story. Climate core. Of the $1.85 trillion, the present pared down Build Back Better bill, $500 billion for climate change stuff. And the progressives are squawking that that's not even close to nearly being enough. Well, well, Joe, well they, they got to pass it so they can pay their buddy who designed the logo for them. I saw that. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, we're branding it now. <laughs> it's pathetic. You might need to share that one out there. <laughs> so, a hundred grand per household. But nobody will put it in those terms. Quick math. It's 110, roughly, million households in the United States. You got 12 trillion of spendings, a hundred grand. Unbelievable. That's how crazy stuff has gotten. Uh, but you got to wonder, though. So <laughs> just this past weekend, Pelosi says, oh, yeah, I think we're ready to put the bill on the table. Tuesday, Joe Manchin comes out yesterday and said, this literally could bring an economic crash or something to that effect. He blasted it. And well, he should. He is. This is Joe. um, Excuse me. This is yeah. Joe Manchin versus Bernie Sanders. That's really. It's those two that are controlling our economic destiny. Well, that's terrifying. I, I agree. It shouldn't be that way, as the saying goes. But that is precisely what is happening. Well, if you use Bernie Sanders' logic, it shouldn't be two senators deciding everything. That's right, but they are. It it because let's be honest the the bill is Bernie Sanders' creation. It's him, and Biden is saying, "Nah, I don't think so." Uh, and in the meantime, what is? What is what is uh, a mansion? Excuse me, saying I don't think so. What's Biden doing? He's sleeping over in Glasgow. You folks just resting his eyes for a second <laughs> with that stupid mask on. Just looks so dumb. Which the the resting your eyes thing? I mean, you could take it or leave it. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense. Except you had to have a handler come over and kind of shake you back awake once or twice. Because I I think I saw at least. The video that's circulating has a couple of episodes where he nods off and then catches himself. Oh, my gosh. Is it 
Should Americans be concerned? Seems like it. And so when he finally does speak, it's his turn to address those in attendance. He starts out, we got some sound here, he starts out with this. And I, I guess I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize for the fact the United States uh, in the last administration pulled out of the Paris Accords and put us sort of behind the eight ball a little bit. Uh, the first thing I did when elected, and I see my friend nodding his head over there because we talked about this before while I was running. Um, but uh, but t- today I'm announcing also... Uh, the presidential emergency plan for adaptation and resilience. And although I try to, re, I, I try to very hard to resist uh, acronyms, uh, they came up with that because so they could say prepare. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Oh, but, yeah, it's uh, funny, Joe. Um, but prepare <laughs> will serve as a comprehensive framework to mobilize U.S. government resources and expertise in support of climate adaptation efforts for more than a half a billion people worldwide. If we play much more of that, we're going to get in trouble I, with people falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> I want you to, folks, think about the setting, though. This is America's president. He is addressing his peers from the 20 richest nations there at the summit, and there's a few more in attendance as well. But the Except G20, China, yeah, China, visibly absent. I think Russia too, if I'm not mistaken. The, Who'd have thunk it? The world's number one polluter yeah. doesn't show up to the Let's Stop Polluting conference. It's it's really ridiculous. But it does that exude strength, confidence, inspiration. World dominance, which, yes, we should be the dominant superpower on the planet. And he starts out by apologizing because they're obsessed with Donald Trump. It's all about Donald Trump taking us out of that stupid Paris Accord, and he should have, because it was it was all for the rest of the world and none for this country. How dare him put this country ahead of others? As its leader, as its president. And the first thing this guy does is apologize. This harkens back to Barack Obama apologizing for American exceptionalism. We should never apologize. Democrats, the party of American apologists. Sure seems like it. But I, the main thing is if you look at that video, the guy's like, it just I just want to feel like somebody's got some girth, some strength, some energy. He should be looking at the rest of those people and saying, Hey, you guys get a gotta get on board. We're tired of taking care of your butt. It's time for you It'd to be nice if there was just a hamster on the wheel instead of being <laughs> sun dried bones in the corner of the cage. <laughs> That's a good that's a good analogy there. That's what it looks like. You know, squinty eyes. Oh. And I don't mean to make fun of the guy's physical appearance, but he's the president and that means something. We'll be back. Elvis bumping us out of this one. Stay with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm all shook up. 
The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let The Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue serving Mississippians. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 224 to 117.60. March cotton was down 151 to 113.52. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were up five and a quarter to 12.53 and three quarter per bushel. March soybeans were up a nickel to 12.63 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down one and a quarter to 5.77 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down a penny to 5.86 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up 97 to 129.82. February live cattle was up 107 to 134.97. January feeders up 90 to 153.62. March feeders up 50 to 154.72. And at the open, the Dow Jones is up 27 points, 35,963. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Before heading out in your RV, go through your propane system safety checklist. Take a look at exterior vents and clear away debris and blockage. Check propane cylinders for wear and tear. Inspect all propane appliance connections thoroughly for frays and damage. Make sure your RV has a DC fire extinguisher and propane carbon monoxide and smoke detectors and have the vehicle inspected annually. Remember, always leave repairs to the professionals. Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more.
Marshall here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. for joining us on Middays, Sir Elton John with Tiny Dancer. So, Senator Manchin says, I've been straightforward about my concerns that I will not support a reconciliation package that expands social programs and irresponsibly adds to our nearly $29 trillion in debt that no one seems to care about. Well, <laughs> first, Senator, the reconciliation package... It's virtually all social programs, because I'm going to put the climate change spending in that category. And the IRS expansion is related to that. It's about shaking down Americans to pay for those social programs. Instead of looking at actual solutions for climate problems and the production of CO2 gases with... Coal-fired power plants. No, 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 no. We're, we're not going to talk about nuclear. No, what about natural gas? And and dirty. What about natural gas? We're the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. But we're working overtime to shut it down. So, Manchin called a press conference yesterday afternoon to... Uh, enumerate his position. So this is what Representative Cori Bush, you know her, she's like a new member of the squad from the great state of Missouri. And I'm quoting, Senator Manchin's opposition to the Build Back Better Act is anti-black, anti-child, anti-woman, and anti-immigrant. Is anyone surprised? When you cannot win, and even the American people, even on the Democrat side, they're they're pretty skeptical about this deal because they're they're experiencing what we all are: inflation, the high cost of fuel and energy, shortages of products, critical race theory being rammed down the throats of our children in schools, etc. And this is what they're worried about. So. What does she do? She just takes the default Democrat position. You're a misogynist, you're racist, you're homophobic, blah, blah, blah. Right? That's what that means. Just because you're concerned about potential dire economic impact of spending $12 trillion bucks, You can't do that. So you just, if you just challenge things on the basis of just fiscal responsibility and vetting legislation to just know, as you said, Rhino, what the hell's in it, you're a racist. 
And you know what happens is you just diluted any chance you had of trying to call attention to true, legitimate discrimination, which they can't find. You saw this report, Ibram Kendi, you know who he is. He's a he's essentially a paid race pimp at the end of the day. Professor, where does he teach? Boston or something like that. Anyhow, he's one of the main proponents of critical race theory at all levels of education and society. He really he's a Marxist at the end of the day. And so you saw this report where there was a bunch of white kids that were trying to get in schools and they they lied essentially about their race and their ethnicity. And he calls attention in his Twitter to the fact that three quarters of them got accepted. Now this is the same guy that says, oh no, these minorities are being oppressed. These people, these student applicants lied about their physical characteristics to gain admission. And you know what he did? Deleted his tweet. He just proved he's a fraud. He's a phony. And he's and the sad thing is, institutions, school districts, etc., colleges, they're paying this guy a bunch of money. And while Terry McAuliffe in Virginia is running around telling Virginians, oh, no, we're not teaching critical race theory, it was pretty easy. Some, <laughs> some inquisitive people went to the Department of Ed's website at Virginia and discovered that they demand that they teach it. Not only <laughs> are they suggesting it, they're demanding it. And required reading is Candy's books and papers. He's the biggest race pimp in the country. I know I'm getting fired up here. This just pisses me off. You're a fraud. You're a hypocrite. Why are we paying these people money to peddle that garbage? Get out of the classroom. Let kids be kids. Teach them math. Teach them skills that will make them productive adults. Teach them to love this country, not hate it. That's not productive. Listen to Condoleezza Rice and her instruction, her advice. We'll take a break right here. When we return, Frank Bordeaux, chairman of the Mississippi GOP in the studio. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden says when it comes to the environment, the U.S. will lead by example. Innovation is the key to unlocking our future. That's why the United States is working to quadruple funding for clean energy research and development over the next four years. Speaking at the U.N. Climate Conference in Glasgow, Scotland, where more than 100 nations have pledged to end deforestation in the coming decade. And more Americans may soon get the green light for COVID vaccine shots. Children ages 5 through 11 could begin receiving COVID shots before the end of the week. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky is expected to issue guidance for kid-sized doses of the Pfizer vaccine shortly after she receives recommendations from Tuesday's meeting of independent vaccine advisors. Fox's Jonathan Sari. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Shipping containers once ran about two to three grand to move raw materials from Asia to America. John McKay with the Mississippi Manufacturers Association says the cost is now much, much higher. Once you had the bottlenecks at the ports, these companies in the shipping industry, you know, supply and demand. The demand started skyrocketing, so they were having to charge more for their service. And now it's gone from that two to three thousand to twenty-two to twenty. 25000 per container, and you can only imagine, multiply that out across what you're ordering, that is significant cost increases. And a woman from Edwards has been charged after a gun in her purse accidentally discharged at a sporting event at Rosa Scott School in Madison Monday. Police say Alexis McReynolds did possess an enhanced concealed carry permit, but she was charged with discharging the firearm within the Madison city limits, a violation of a city ordinance. Bond was set at $500. I'm Andy Davis. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do for Mississippi? Our goal is to create opportunities for Mississippi farmers and ranchers to have a better life and make a better living. We offer education and safety programs, create scholarship opportunities, and provide health resources for our members, not to mention our agricultural advocacy efforts. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson announced that two big names will be featured in the American Freedom Concert on December 5th at the Mississippi Coliseum, honoring Mississippi's veterans. We'll have the one and only Lee Greenwood live and in concert. That's right, Lee Greenwood who sings, proud to be an American. God bless the USA. And I can't wait to stand beside Lee Greenwood and sing that with him, along with all the Mississippians who love Country music star Travis Tripp will take the stage after Lee Greenwood. A portion of the proceeds will benefit friends of Mississippi veterans. And congratulations are in order for a Biloxi police officer with a side gig. Officer Jason Gruich also writes movies, and one of them will hit the big screen November 19th. Officer Gruich told WLOX, Pups Alone is basically Home Alone with Talking Dogs. In addition to its release to theaters, it'll also be available on Apple TV November 23rd. I'm Andy Davis. 
When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first ever Women in Banking Breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syrie to get info. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us. You're tuned in to Middays with Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Tuesday. Joining us now, Frank Bordeaux. He's the chairman of the Mississippi Republican Party. Thanks for coming in, Frank. I know you're running today, man. Busy. Running around. Thank Good. you for having me. You bet. So, Election Day, we got a few elections uh, across the state. We got uh, a couple of Senate seats, right? Special elections. You have some special elections. You have uh, Macomb. Uh, they are having their municipals uh, today, and obviously in Hines County, a big sheriff's race. And so it, it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. Yeah, and uh, some municipal elections that uh, we're tracking as well. But all eyes, we've been talking about it on the show quite a bit, including today, are on Virginia. Virginia is very important. Obviously, Mississippians, I'm very proud. Mississippians have been calling uh, out in Virginia. Uh, we have Mississippians on the ground knocking doors, all volunteer. And so uh, Mississippi's done our part, and so we're excited about it. And I think hopefully tonight will be a great night. I, I'm hoping the Braves win, and then I hope we t- <laughs> take over that governor's seat in Virginia. That would be fantastic. Yes, um, That would be two great, great scores for tonight. Uh, you know, I was just talking, Frank, about what is such a visible – contrast between the candidates and and I like to believe that it is a contrast of the parties and philosophy and and style if you will but I watched the rallies of the two sort of side by side Yunkin and McAuliffe there's no energy at the McAuliffe rally there's no enthusiasm there's nothing positive it's all negative, it's all dire, and it's obsession with Donald Trump. That's right. He's running against Donald Trump, and I have not, like you said, I've not heard him talk about any policy issues that are positive. He's all talk, he, He's talking about the past. He's talking about Donald Trump. He ought to be running against Donald Trump. I, I, I don't even hear him talk about his opponent very often. And then on the contrast, you're hearing from the Republican side a vision for the future. And keep in mind, it wasn't very long ago 
that Terry had a, a 40% lead in that's when gas prices were the same they were during uh, Donald Trump's era. Yeah. Now we've gotten to where we are now. We're seeing, you know, between uh, uh, McAuliffe believing that parents have no right, uh, yeah, you know, to their children's education. That's right. <laughs> and the Biden policies, you're seeing a complete collapse in a very bright blue state. Uh, and hopefully we can turn it red tonight. Well, we're going to be watching Fairfax and Loudoun counties that's because. Right. If, if, if first, if it's close in Fairfax, if there's not some big gap, he wins. Uh, Loudon already is fairly close. It's a little bit more evenly split than Fairfax. Those are the two big blue counties, of course, the, the population centers. But when those returns start coming in and it looks like it's trending positive in Loudon for, for uh, Yunkin, it's over. Over. It's over at that point. That's right. Uh, you know, it's, it's often said that these sorts of races – or won and lost with uh, women voters in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fair to say, Frank, that when government starts exceeding its bounds when it comes to interacting with their children, which happens in public schools more than any other place, you've just stoked them up somewhat. And that's exactly what's happened. This is out of control. It is completely inappropriate for uh, for McAuliffe to say, oh, no, parents, they don't have a right to know what's being taught to their kids. That's just BS, big time, and I hope it burns them. Oh, no question. Hey, look, if you try to get between my wife and her children, she's going to see red. And and so and I know, I know every mother is like that. Sure. And, and she they have accomplished something, you know, a year ago, almost to the date, uh, I've 363 days ago, um, Biden was winning in Virginia by 20 points. Yeah. And this is where we've gone. And it's purely because of their words, their policies. And I do believe that there are there is a positive. If you look at to see what's happened over the past 18, 24 months in, in red states, you've seen success. In blue states, you've seen failure. You've seen mandates. You've seen Bad policy after bad policy. And the people of America are seeing it. And those mothers, they're definitely seeing it. You know, the thing that uh, that caught my attention yesterday, I don't know if you've seen this, was an, uh, an NPR uh, Marist poll, which typically is polling from voters who are left-leaning. Mm-hmm. But they polled Republicans and Democrats. And one of the questions I thought was really interesting was in the 2024 cycle at at the top of the ticket for president, would you like to see Biden, that question was asked, or someone else? And the Democrats overwhelmingly said someone else. Now, what's going on here? You're getting fired up because it's like, where the heck were you a year ago? You That's know? right. I, but who is that somebody else? I don't know. I mean, if you look at their bench, you know, is it going to be uh, Pete Buttigieg that takes six months off in the no. middle of a crisis? I mean, who do they have? And so I think generic Democrat probably polls pretty well amongst Democrats. But if you start throwing their slate of possible candidates, they don't fare very well compared to our slate of candidates. I think we look good in 2024. No, I do, too. And, of course, right now the the focus is on Virginia, but then 2022. But this is going to tell us a lot. Even Kamala, I mentioned that earlier in the show, she even said, you know, what happens in this race 
and, and she was kind of boasting about it, fully expecting McAuliffe is going to win in resounding fa- fashion. Oh yeah, this is a this is a, a foretelling of 2022. I agree. I think it is. But even if it's close, it's bad for Democrats in That's 22. Right. If New Jersey is close, if, if governor's race there, if Virginia is close, I think it's very, very bad for 2022 Democrats. Yeah, I do too. And he doesn't say a lot about it, but Youngkin comes from the private sector, mm-hmm. and he shared over the weekend uh, his story of how he got involved in the in the race. He's not a politician; he just comes from the private sector. He was in the he was uh, CEO of, of Carlisle Group, a, a private equity firm. I've actually had some dealings with him. It's a fine firm. And he just told his wife, I can't sit back and watch it anymore, after he saw McAuliffe. And he says, we got to have somebody that can get in there and change things. Uh, so he's, he's been used to signing the front of the check, and he's invested in companies and produced lots of value and wealth for a lot of people. That's the way it should be. McAuliffe's career politician does no squat. That's right. At the end of the day. I mean, and you, if you listen to his, his lines are so old, <laughs> you know, the, the the entire Democrat Party is probably a little bit embarrassed about some, some of the things that they're saying. They're going to bring back old, tired rhetoric. And, uh, you know, I, I do believe our party and the young folks that are coming up in our party, they're sending a good positive message. So. I'm seeing more young people along those lines. We'll pivot there uh, to your work in the state, and we appreciate that. I'm seeing more interest from the young folks, and seems like there's we sort of got the, the, the long-standing Republicans, we get a bit of a gap in the middle, but we're seeing some young folks, uh, teens and, and through the college years, they're starting to trend more towards our party and our ideals. Do you sense that as well? We definitely sense that. And I just left a meeting, and we were talking about the importance. One thing that we have focused on, Mississippi, we have such a great junior college program in Mississippi, and we have really focused on getting in those campuses. These are children that are, in many cases, paying their way to school. They're working. They're already in the workforce. They're, They're seeing the bad policies that's coming out of Washington, D.C. firsthand. And uh, and we've seen a lot of energy on our, our junior colleges across our state, uh, as well as our uh, senior colleges. But we're we're seeing a lot more energy, a lot more. And we have a, uh, I believe, next Monday, I believe we have a, a group of young Republicans that are coming up. And you're seeing larger numbers when they come up to the headquarters. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's it's so critical uh, for the strength of our party, and certainly we need them to uh, adopt our principles. But they've just been brainwashed, unfortunately, uh, through the educational establishment, which largely leans to the left. We just need balance. Hey, look look at this side. Look at the, an, an opposing worldview and make your mind up. That's right. I mean, that's what it takes. And so that's refreshing. I know you've been traversing the state. Uh, I caught you at a Rankin County Republican Women event uh, last week. Appreciate you being there and, and talking about raising money uh, for the party. Tell us about that. We're raising money. Uh, we've been very blessed. The RNC has, uh, with the help of uh, former Governor Barber and former Senator Trent Lott, uh, working with the RNC, they are uh, have committed a tremendous amount of money to our, our party, gauged directly towards either our building or building data. And I believe both of those uh, items are important. But we are raising money. Uh, I'd encourage everybody to go on our website. Give it to us. Uh, msgop.org. Go join the URF. We need we need as many members as we can get. Appreciate that, Frank, and appreciate your tireless efforts to uh, build our party up and 
We'll look forward to what happens tonight. We'll talk to you about that soon. Appreciate you yes, coming sir. in, man. Thank you, George. You bet. Frank Bordeaux, chairman of the Mississippi GOP, has been our guest. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more middays, more talk. Don't forget, Secretary of State Michael Watson at 12.05. And we got some foreigner tickets to give away as well. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 73. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 49. A 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, cloudy skies, high near 64. And for your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, cloudy skies, high near 53. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, 
On to the real part. Dino Mike. On Super Talk Mississippi. Woo, that'll get you fired up. Thank you for that, Rhino. <laughs> Born to be wild. <laughs> That's so awesome. Appreciate that. Appreciate Frank uh, coming in today. And I'm optimistic. I really am. I'm optimistic about tonight. I'm optimistic that Americans are starting to see that the agenda set forth by the Democrat Party is not good for this nation. And this notion, there's a mandate from the people. Really? You got an eight-seat margin advantage in the House, which didn't squat. And you got a tie, (laughs) I mean, it's dead heat in the Senate. How do you call that a mandate? That's not a mandate. Nobody mandated that I'm aware of. Let's just open the borders up. Oh, come on in. Nobody mandated cooking up these spending bills that are just nothing but welfare. I don't think that's what was mandated. Nobody mandated these Tax schemes, and that's what they are. They're just schemes. They keep running out of stuff on how they want to tax. Now they want to tax stock buybacks because they hate corporations. They hate job creators. I'm just going to say it. And we're going to tax those people that make surtaxes on $10 million. Oh, but we're going to knock down the salt deduction threshold, which benefits their constituents in the deep blue rich suburbs it's just so hypocritical it's duplicitous and pay no attention to the fact that are these things term out a year or two down the road Uh, Manchin is right be honest you're not being honest and I I can't stand it and then Cori Bush oh gosh You're racist, you're misogynist, you're homophobic, you're anti-immigrant, anti-female, anti-black, whatever. You just, you lose all credibility when you do that. You can't be taken seriously. Anti-child. Who's anti-child? Anti-child are the people that you represent that are out killing children. I saw where Safeway, which I think Rhino is the is the nation's largest grocery store operator. Whole long time ago, when I was working in California on a project, I had a couple of buddies that were were also out there working on a big implementation for Safeway in the early days of 
of uh, distribution and inventory control, supply chain systems. Are they? Are you looking at that? I say they're number one. They and Albertsons. Anyhow, <laughs> they're changing the hours in their flagship San Francisco store. They're shutting down at nine. Used to be open twenty four hours. It's not unusual in a in a big city where folks live in the urban areas like that. They keep hours really all through the night. It's not unusual to go into one of those places in a big city like that and find a fair amount of folks shopping at 2 o'clock in the morning. They were actually sold to Albertsons in 2012. Okay. I, I'm behind. Didn't know Excuse that. me, 2014. All right. Uh, they were gigantic. Anyhow. There's yeah. March 6, 2014, longtime rival Albertsons, backed by Cerberus Capital Management, announced okay. it would purchase Safeway for $9.4 billion. There you go. So private equity had invested in Albertsons, and that's just what they do. And, and uh, they became acquisitive, and they, they bought the Safeway. Not unusual. Just put two behemoths together, made them bigger, better. Now Anyhow. they're just a supermarket brand. Yeah, exactly. All right, so they're closing at 9 o'clock to the chagrin of the residents. And, of course, you guys already know why. Because they're getting stolen blind. And Safeway execs are saying, man, we're trying to figure it out. But the police won't do anything. Come help yourself. That's not America. You're not entitled to someone else's stuff. That's fundamental fundamental to the operations of our nation, to our way of life, to prosperity. You can't have that. You can't hurt people and you can't take their stuff. That's crossing the line. I don't care who you are. And you've got to be punished for it. And you've got to have... How is it the people that claim that both words and silence or somehow violence, are totally okay with this. It's to- uh, absolutely. Fantastic point. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's back to the lack of, of consensus. This is why it's so hard to join forces between the, the two primary aisles of government and advance any meaningful policy. We can't agree on what is good-bad. Win, lose, pass, fail. As I've said so many times, hell, we can't agree on how many genders there are. You see now the State Department is issuing passports. You can select gender X. They rushed that through, by the way, because that's an urgent matter. That's critical. Our State Department. Pay no attention to the hypersonic aspirations of China. Pay no attention to the vacuum that's been left in Afghanistan. Nah, those aren't issues to be concerned about. We've got to be worried about passports where one can select no gender. We've got to be worried about, as Adam Schiff informed last week, why, why is it all the intelligence in, informers that come into our intelligence committee meetings, they're all white males. He doesn't pay attention to the content. He's worried about the race and the gender of the messenger. This is a recipe for failure. Maybe I'm just uh, 
naive individual when it comes to international travel because I haven't done it too terribly much. But when you go through the line with your passport entering another country, don't they pretty much just look at the picture, look at you, make sure in the computer it doesn't say you're a serial killer or something, and then go about the rat killing? I think so. What, do, what does an item four check boxes down on the form have to do with anything? And why is it important enough to rush through the federal government, which is notoriously slow at everything? Yes. And incompetent at so much. I, I can't explain it. Uh, I honestly can't. Uh, it just seems like we're... The, the point of all this is that we're just not focused on the real challenges and the real issues to a society. Uh, we're, we're more focused on what's the woke mob going to say. That It seems like they influence policy more than anything. There's just a few people with big mouths that want their way. They want government to force their worldview on everybody else. It goes back to the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but the the end of that story is eventually that squeaky wheel gets replaced. That's very true. Hmm. You know, there was... Who was it that called for Elon Musk? Oh, yeah, the U.N. came out and said if Elon Musk would just spend $6 billion of his wealth, he could end world hunger. So he clapped back and said, all right, prove it. If you can give me open-source accounting where $6 billion will end world hunger, I'll sell the stock right now. Yeah. He sure did. Good for him. Because they can't. You know if $6 billion were on the table, I don't care what in the hell it's for. You'd have people coming out of the woodwork to shake down to get their peace long before it ever got. There's already a U.N.-backed effort to end world hunger. You know what his budget is? What? Over $8 million. Or $8 billion, excuse me. Has it ended world hunger? Kind of like the war on poverty. Oh, my gosh. Well, according to Joe Biden, passing his Build Back Better plan lifts every child in America out of poverty. The idea of just giving people money as a way to lift them out of poverty without considering... The negative and the adverse impact of that? It's just short-sighted. Dumb. Break time here on the show. We'll come back with more talk at 11, excuse me, 12.05 at the top of the hour. It's Michael Watson, Mississippi Secretary of State, giving us an update on Election Day. Foreigner tickets also later on in the program and more talk. Stay with us. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. 
Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. One Mississippi to Mississippi, (laughs) there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare, feel better, faster. Did you know that you might be overpaying for your prescriptions? It's okay, because there's an easy, convenient solution. Check GoodRx. GoodRx lets you compare prices at different pharmacies and shows you where to get the lowest price. Here's Joe, a doctor and GoodRx customer. I was able to look up some medicines that I was going to get, and it saved me a good amount of money. GoodRx is helping millions of people, and it can help you too for simple, smart savings. Check GoodRx. GoodRx is not insurance. In 2020, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% off retail prices. Individual compensated for their time. Visit GoodRx.com forward slash radio to learn more. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Shipping containers once ran about two to three grand to move raw materials from Asia to America. John McKay with the Mississippi Manufacturers Association says the cost is now much, much higher. Once you had the bottlenecks at the ports, these companies in the shipping industry, you know, supply and demand. The demand started skyrocketing, so they were having to charge more for their service, and now it's gone from that two to three thousand to twenty-two to. 25,000 per container, and you can only imagine, multiply that out across what you're ordering, that is significant cost increases. And a woman from Edwards has been charged after a gun in her purse accidentally discharged at a sporting event at Rosa Scott School in Madison Monday. Police say Alexis McReynolds did possess an enhanced concealed carry permit, but she was charged with discharging the firearm within the Madison city limits, a violation of a city ordinance. Bond was set at $500. I'm Andy Davis. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. With Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios, a little Baba O'Reilly. All we need is the smashing guitar. <laughs> Pete Townsend. <laughs> we got to get the video of that where he demolishes the fender. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did want to pass this bit of news on. Everybody knows about the stimulus checks that uh, went out as part of the various bills enacted by the federal government that just sent money out to everybody. So, of course, those those wily online scammers, they're at it. They're sending out uh, fake emails, phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, emails, Offering a third COVID stimulus check. Oh gosh, more malware, and and it appears as if it's coming from the IRS. Of course. Call us now. We got money for you. <laughs> the uh, 
They contain, through the emails, a link that allows the recipient to access the form for your additional information and fill the application out, <laughs> only to receive, all to receive another stimulus check, a STEMI. Don't fall for it. The IRS don't send emails out like that. And you don't have to provide any information via such emails to get your money anyhow. If so, they're contacting you, they already know who you are. Exactly. <laughs> that's not that's not even the most outlandish email scam going around right now. I've seen more than a handful of people all reporting that they've received an email from an individual with a very exotic-sounding name saying that they have been uh, a hitman their entire life. It's not the life they chose. It was the lady that took care of them that chose it for them. But they've been hired to kill you. But if you'll pay them the amount that they were hired for, they'll walk away and let you live the rest of your life. No questions asked. Just send them the money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so The good old hitman email scam. Man. <laughs> and to think it started with Nigerian princes. That's true. He just wants to send you some money. <laughs> Let me tell you, the the telltale sign that it's surefire scam is if it includes the word kindly. <laughs> kindly. You know. Nobody says that. <laughs> you, you know you've been scammed if you get an email kindly. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Kindly give me your money. That's really what it says. All right. Up there, Cornell, one of the nation's most prestigious universities. I worked with a couple of Cornell grads a long time ago. There's a professor up there. (laughs) He sent an email looking for help to ID students who ate in his class, dot, 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 maskless (laughs) maskless <laughs> oh the humanity <laughs> he wants them id so he can fail them now this guy is bruce monger that's what he's called he is a professor of earth and atmospheric sciences <laughs> well, the last name monger i can see why he, now, why do you have to ID? Why do you need help and ID in someone that's in your class? I'm a little confused by that. I didn't get that. Apparently, there. he's not a very good professor. <laughs> he said he knows of two that violated his mask rules. <laughs> One, get this, Rhino. One is a male with, quote, pretty long red hair and a fairly prominent hook nose. <laughs> I does that like isn't that problematic to describe someone like that? In you a, would think in a rather I don't know. I mean, he did assume their gender. He did, and it's not like this is the last class of the. Just wait till the kid comes back in. I don't. Then he'd have it. to send the freaking email. I'm serious. He'd send an email out. And I'm looking at it. It says, uh, 
I wanted to ask for your help in identifying two ocean, that's what he calls the class, students who were photographed with their mask off during the ocean class last Friday. They were sitting next to each other in the balcony's front row seating. Okay, it's like a lecture. I get it. One student is a male with red hair and a fairly prominent hooked nose. His hair was pretty long, just below the bottom of his ears, in parentheses, and it's pretty thick and wavy. <laughs> he was wearing a blue sweatshirt and was eating something at the time. The other student is a male who was sitting to the left of the redhead. He has short brown hair <laughs> and a small nose. <laughs> Oh, these are huge problems, aren't they? You just need a whole bunch of red <laughs> wigs and big fake noses, and everybody shows up to class the next day with either long <laughs> hair and a big nose or short brown hair and just laugh at the professor. <laughs> His final statement in this email, I will be failing both for the semesters I promised I would in class last Wednesday. <laughs> He sounds like the kind of guy that would get in a tizzy if he heard the words, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing uh, rather forcefully because it's another situation where you're supposed to be serious when you're studying earth sciences in the atmosphere. Someone in your class eating without their mask on, that ain't serious. That ain't a problem. When do they ever teach the content? Is he, like, obsessed with that while he's addressing, while he's lecturing? If he wants that much control of his students, he doesn't need to be teaching college. Uh, that's a good he, point. He needs to go to, like, fourth grade. I completely agree. My class. <laughs> oh, man. I don't... I don't know. It's uh, and look, this is this is just a, a a fractional example of similar incidents across this country in our colleges, and now, of course, being pushed down to lower levels of education. I just, how, where did education get off the rails? To I mean, it's it, in the college level, it's it's always been somewhat a haven for activism. I get that. But when the heck do you ever worry about or concern yourself as a professor with, gee, I hope these students are getting the content and the material because they're going to need it to succeed in life. When do we ever worry about that? When does that ever become a priority? But, you know, the same people that are obsessed with that kind of crap and drill that into their students, I wonder how many of those are students that end up with these worthless degrees that, that, that are on board with that sort of stuff from a professor, and then complain that the deck is stacked against them, and trash those who have succeeded in society financially because they produce value for it. It's, it's exactly what happens. No, they sit back and whine and complain and demand that the government take it out of Elon Musk pocket, essentially, and give it away. That's just not the purpose or the role of government. You're, you're, not, you're not really addressing poverty by just giving people money. 
That's not addressing poverty. There, there are deeply rooted issues that cannot be solved just by sending people money. But there's no effort whatsoever to address those issues. And if you try, you get ostracized, you get attacked, you get called out. It's, it's uh, uh, the representative uh, Bush, Cory Bush, who calls out Joe Manchin. He's she's got it figured out, right? He's racist. He's anti-child, misogynist, and hates Im- immigrants just because he wants to know what the damn thing's going to cost and the potential impact on the economy of the nation and, by definition, the world. That's just wrong. Whew, Aretha Franklin. We'll be right back with another segment and then Secretary of State Michael Watson after the break. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of JCPenney. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Last week's cash cattle market was wild compared to what we've seen during the last year. And while we all can appreciate and applaud the 2 to $4 rally, that wasn't the only victory that the market conquered. Last week, feedlots were finally given the upper hand in the market's cash cattle trade as southern live cattle sold for $124 to $126, which is steady to $2 higher than the previous week. And northern dress cattle sold anywhere from 196 to $200, which is $4 higher than the week before. But what we may breeze over and not careful is the fact that last week's weighted average of 126 
$0.29 post as a new high for cash cattle trade this year and that the last time the market successfully traded fat cattle for an average of $125 was back in April of 2019. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP 2012 B3XF, DP 2020 B3XF, and DP 2038 B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working. I'm made of agronomics, innovation, and hands that never stop helping. I, I believe, believe cotton, cotton isn't a crop. crop. It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family. Every family. That's why I work harder. Innovate better. To make my cotton as good as it can be. As protected as it can be. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. We, we create, create chemistry. chemistry. Catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone middays back on the air so we got uh jerry and waynesboro says it all went south when they stopped the draft hmm interesting on the ceasefire text line thomas in greenwood says careful laughter is a sign of white supremacy or some such you know i i just have fun with it I, when stuff like that comes up it's so absurd so absurd. I like to take it apart, analyze it, point out its absurdity, and the seriousness of it, the serious approach. That's what makes me laugh. I just have fun with it. I'm happy to have a debate with that professor or, any, or anyone else, for that matter, about serious policy matters. That's not a serious one. Therefore, I laugh it off. Uh, unlike what Kamala does, which is laugh at serious questions and serious issues, because she doesn't have a serious response or a serious position or anal- or any analysis, uh, she uses it as a filler because she doesn't know what the heck to say. 
at the end of the day. There was a question about on the ceasefire text line about um, the crime in Jackson. You may have seen a report, uh, folks in the local area, uh, central Mississippi, about uh, it was a report that was posted on social media by uh, Matt Allen and his his wife. You may know Megan uh, is an anchor at one of the local television stations. And anyhow, he lives in the Bellhaven area of Jackson. He and his wife, his children, two children, were held at gunpoint over the weekend. I think Sunday in the area, perhaps trick-or-treating. And so Matt went to social media to discuss it and disclose the details somewhat about it. Even the way he described it, the perpetrators held guns to his four- and six-year-old children, which is unthinkable. And he's calling out the mayor. What are we going to do here? And I agree. So one of the listeners uh, here on the ceasefire text line wanted us to invite the mayor. Typically those matters are discussed on Mary Weed's show as, as a local issue. But, you know, I'm happy to talk to anybody, honestly, including the mayor. And so if he wants to come on and, and, and address it, my personal opinion is that this this crime that we're seeing in the capital city it affects us all, there's no doubt. The the quality of life in the capital city, the economic status of the city, the, the crime situation, it's, we're, we're all impacted by that across the state. I'm not sure government can do much about it. I think there are just deeply rooted issues in, in the city and its population and certainly with respect to those that are committing these crimes, that there needs to be an, an awakening. There needs to be something to address those issues. Is it just more law enforcement? I mean, I don't know. I don't know that that would necessarily deter all this crime. I'm not convinced that it would. I don't think there are any issues that I'm aware of in the city with respect to prosecution uh, although I, I defer to those that are more involved in that that could weigh in. I know Mike Hurst has been on the program, who used to serve as the U.S. attorney that that uh, had Jackson within his district, and there are some issues there. Nonetheless, it's a certainly a problem. This see, uh, the friendly California commie. He uh, says climate change denial, CRT, gender stuff, and let's go, Brandon. This was a nutrient-dense episode. Not sure what is he talking about there, Rhino. You get that? I'm missing the point there. Interesting. Hmm. Mo says, Gerard, when Jimmy Carter magically created the Department of Education and states started taking the funds, local governments and parents lost control over the schools. Seems like it, to a great extent. I mean, I, I'm not really sure that's the core problem with the schools. The districts still have a lot of authority and purview, and they're just doing things in a vacuum, and folks started realizing it during the pandemic with all the Zoom classes. They woke up, 
started calling them out on it. We got to take a break right here. We got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. Secretary of State Michael Watson joins us at 12.05. When we come back, stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Lillian Wu. A jury has now been seated in the murder trial of a teenager in Kenosha, Wisconsin. 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse faces murder and other charges stemming from the shooting deaths of two men and injury of another during last year's riots. Fox Jeff Finasso. Prosecutors will argue that Rittenhouse acted recklessly and dangerously. Rittenhouse's attorneys will argue that it was a case of self-defense. Rittenhouse, who opened fire with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle, faces first-degree intentional homicide, among other charges. And publisher Penguin Random House's proposed acquisition of rival Simon & Schuster drawing the attention of the Justice Department, which has filed an antitrust lawsuit alleging the more than $2 billion deal will harm authors and consumers. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Medical marijuana supporters are frustrated that Governor Tate Reeves has not called a special session. Senator John Polk shared his thoughts on the possibility. Every day that we wait, I think it becomes more iffy. I mean, we're looking right now at, what, two weeks to two and a half weeks to Thanksgiving. Uh, nobody works during Thanksgiving. Uh, then you're looking at uh, December. You're looking at Christmas, New Year, and here we are in regular session. And a man has been arrested for shooting the manager of a Brookhaven Waffle House in the head and shooting another victim in the arm. Willie Walker III is being held without bond in Lincoln County. He's charged with attempted murder, two counts of shooting into a vehicle, and aggravated assault. He was already out on bond for a previous shooting a few weeks ago. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Y'all listen up. 
Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load. Representative Brent Powell plans to introduce legislation aimed at clearing up voter rolls in the upcoming legislative session. If you have not voted in a federal election twice, so two, two federal elections, which in four years, you're sent, a, you're sent a card from the circuit clerk. Now, if you fill out that card, say, yes, that one's on, I want to stay on the voter roll, no problem. If you don't, you're removed from the voter roll. Now, we've got some pushback on that because we're taking, you know, not letting people vote. Well, that's not the case. You can always vote affidavit and prove that you're back on there. He's been working with Secretary of State Michael Watson to try to get it done. And a large donation from Mississippi's poultry and egg companies will benefit food pantries across the state. Directed to the Hattiesburg-based Extra Table Charity by Governor Tate Reeves, the company's donation of 575,000 servings of protein will help to ensure that no family goes hungry this holiday season. The Mississippi Poultry Association began the annual donation back in 2011, and since then they've donated a total of 3.9 million servings. I'm Andy Davis. MTV is celebrating. 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Rolling right into the afternoon now here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert, Middays Rhino in the studio. Joining us now, Secretary of State Michael Watson. Good afternoon there, Mr. Secretary. Good afternoon, my friend from Knoxville County, Mississippi. Well, I knew you were out and about today. It's election day across the state. we got a, a couple of special elections in the Senate. We've got some municipal elections as well, so I know you were on with Paul this morning. Give us an update. How's it going? 
Yeah, so uh, you know we, we've been in several precincts so far. Started in Tupelo this morning, working our way down to Meridian. So we'll be in ten to fifteen precincts uh, in between the two, uh, making sure that Mississippians understand they've got an active Secretary of State. We're in the precincts, making sure those laws are being followed. So uh, we've seen some some trickling in of voters in a couple of precincts, and some steady in others. So uh, it's it's a little bit of a mix so far, but. Uh, we're, we're excited to be out here and, and seeing the voters and seeing the, the poll workers. And uh, as we've talked before, it's so important for them. And I just take the time to make sure I look them in the eyes and say thank you. Without them, we would not have elections here in Mississippi. So we have to have our poll managers and, and appreciate what they do. Yeah, absolutely. So have there been any reports of any sorts of issues, irregularities that your office had to get involved in to this point? We've had a couple of phone calls, nothing too big, I don't believe. Um, this morning, for instance, there was a real small one in, in Tupelo. A guy came in at the precinct we were in and uh, was in the wrong precinct. So, uh, you know, issues like that that we hear from time to time. But hopefully we won't have anything too bad pop up. And, and again, we've got great weather where we are, so I'm, I'm hoping the rest of the state's seeing the same and people are getting out to vote. Yeah. And as you know, uh, this local, ele- local elections are, are very important. No doubt. And the polls, uh, when do they close today? Yeah, so we'll be open until 7 p.m. today, and if you're in line by 7 p.m., you will be allowed to vote. So uh, I've been telling people, if you're not sure you need to go vote, call your circuit clerk, call your elections commissioners, call folks that are your local elected officials and ask them. Uh, Obviously, you can go to our website, yallvote.ms, and find some information on elections as well. But it's important to talk to your local election officials uh, here in Mississippi. Obviously, we're a bottom-up state. And so they, they do the large majority of the work in elections. Yeah. Uh, Secretary Watson, what does your office do in preparation for an election day such as this? How do you, how do you coordinate and work with uh, the, the counties, the, the cities, the precincts, and so forth? It starts a long time in advance, uh, Gerard. And, you know, we can we talk anything about training. Uh, you know, what we do with our, our poll uh, workers, we're, they're trained at the local level, but what we do with our circuit clerks and our elections commissioners, uh, the training starts many, many months in advance. Uh, we, we have questions from the local elected officials as well. You know, hey, let's look at this issue in Sims or let's look at uh, voter rolls over here or different things. What does the law say about this? So we're advising through the process. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, those elections are handled at the local level. So they, they make those decisions. We just try to advise them to the best of our ability, make sure they understand what the law says. Uh, and then SIMS, obviously, we oversee the statewide election management system. So uh, yeah. that's a, that's an important component, obviously. Uh, and so we, we're going to give and take, but, but at the local level is where the hard work happens. And so uh, the statewide election management system as well that, that you have access to and, and, and operate, you're responsible for operating that, overseeing that, correct, administering the system. So so we oversee it and make sure everything is running smoothly, but uh, your circuit clerks and really your elections commissioners are the ones that did the, the heavy load of work there. Yeah. Uh, if it's you know making sure the folks are, are completely um, properly enrolled or properly voting in our, our elections here in Mississippi, Voteral maintenance is something we talk about quite a bit, uh, so that's that's something that's in SIMS that our commissioners do. But, yeah, they, they handle most of the work in that system. Yeah. And speaking of voter rolls, I, I know that, uh, you know, I've talked about it before on the program as well, that you have pushed hard uh, for some legislation that would allow your office to work with the, uh, the circuit clerks to get them cleaned up. We, we still have issues there, do we not? 
We do, and uh, that, that's obviously our elections commissioners are the ones that are at the tip of that spear. And as you know, today there is actually a cloture vote on, uh, I think it's H.R. 4. Uh, so you talk about the importance of voter roll maintenance, and people need to know this. We have zero statutory authority dealing with voter roll maintenance in Mississippi. We rely on federal law. So if something was to pass at the federal level that changed that, uh, Mississippi obviously would be susceptible to that and would have not a leg to stand on if we wanted to argue some type of you know, Tenth Amendment or, or some other issues where states should be the ones de- determining what our election law should be. Yeah, and and you have share that the statistics again, if you would, Mr. Secretary, about some things that I think were mind-boggling with respect to obvious inconsistencies and and uh, just irregularities and invalidities, shall we say, on the voter rolls. Tell us about that again. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try to slim that up. But when we got started, there were 43 of the 82 counties that had more than 90% of their voting age population on the registered voter rolls. We had seven counties that had more than 100% of the voting age population on the registered voter rolls. Now, that's impossible. Uh, that, that means that people that are uh, have gone on to receive their heavenly rewards uh, or the other way, have um, you know are still remaining on the voter rolls. Uh, folks who don't live here anymore are still in the voter rolls. Folks who lived in other parts of the state are still in voter rolls in the north part of the state or south part of the state, depending on where they moved. And so what we started was basically a very aggressive campaign to talk to our elections uh, officials at the local level, our commissioners, saying, look, we need you to do your job. I sent letters out to every one of those 43 counties and said, hey, we're, we're watching. We're going to be paying close attention to what you're doing. Voter roll maintenance is incredibly important. Um, we put numbers up on our website so people can go now and look and see in their counties. Hey, how are they doing? Uh, and so when somebody looks at it, you know, we, we like to say somewhere around 80%, depending on, uh, you know, the county and the situation, if it's a, a very transient type county or not. Uh, but that's probably a pretty good baseline number for folks to shoot at. Now, since then, we're in the low 20s uh, that are now over 90% and only two that are over 100%. Unfortunately, one of those two it was at 107% is now at 109%. So mm. they're going the wrong mm. way. Uh, but we have uh, made some progress and we'll continue to, to plug away at that as much as possible. And it should be stated that it doesn't assure uh, any sort of fraud or irregularity. It just opens the door for it. It just it makes it more doable. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, and this is this is the baseline, though. You, you've got to have uh, the parameters. Hey, who are the folks that should be voting in Mississippi? And you're right. There can be errors, and, that, and that's that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, but the cleaner we can get it, uh, the easier it is for us to operate. Yeah, absolutely. So we got the uh, session coming up in 2022. What, what's on your radar of needs uh, for your office that you're talking to the legislature about? Look, we could talk about a whole lot of things, Gerard, but uh, our focus is, is clearly on voter integrity, uh, making sure that our system is clean here in Mississippi. And, and you've heard me say this before. I've said it around the state. You know, I think Mississippi had a really good election in 2020. Uh, were there some issues, small issues? Sure. And we've talked to district attorneys around the state and are actively uh, going after those issues that we saw. So uh, people say, well, well, look, if it was so good in Mississippi, then why are you advocating for more changes? We can never rest on our laurels. We've always got to move forward. And one of the things with voter roll maintenance that we continue to talk about, we talk about making sure only United States citizens are voting in our elections. One of the big things we've talked about of late is, um, you know, you see this around the country, this discussion about election audits, post-election audits. Uh, Mississippi has zero statutory authority to do any kind of post-election audit, so we're working on that. 
Then lastly, we talk about, you know, deep platforming of candidates on social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. And, and you and I have had this conversation quite a bit. It's easy to get reactive and mad and want to go do something. But we got to remember, let's take a step back. We're conservatives. How should a conservative view this and how should a conservative draft a solution that's going to give us a, an answer to the problem? So that's going to be in the package as well. But again, making sure that our integrity is there, making sure that people can look in Mississippi's elections and say, you know what, I trust the process. I think they're doing the right thing there. That's important. So returning that voter confidence is something that we're going to continue to work on. And it starts with, again, voter roll maintenance is so important. But we'll, we'll talk about those other issues, too. Yeah, we got to keep pushing that issue. It's I, I, Honestly, I can't understand why anyone would object to that. No, we don't want the voter rolls to be accurate. I mean, that's kind of what that's that's my uh, interpretation of it. Uh, you know, and I, I know there's always a concern about you may inadvertently delete somebody, but the way that you guys structured that, pretty low risk of that, honestly. Well, plus, Gerard, if you understand the process here, when, when people say the word purge, they automatically think, well, you know, Secretary Watson doesn't want people to vote. He's throwing them out in space. Yeah. That's not the case. Yeah. All, all that purged is, you're still on the roll, you're just listed in purge status. Yeah. And if it was wrongfully, if someone was wrongfully purged, they can go challenge that, vote by affidavit ballot, so they still have the opportunity to vote. Just remedy for it. I mean, it's a no-brainer to me. we got we got to keep pushing it and appreciate you championing it, uh, Secretary Watson. And, and thanks for uh, traveling around the state, watching out for the voting today. And uh, always good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Look, we, we've got to have a good, fair election system, clean and safe, and that's what we're going to focus on. Appreciate it. Secretary of State Michael Watson has been our guest. Middays, we'll be right back. we got foreigner tickets to give away. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 73. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 49. A 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, cloudy skies, high near 64. And for your Thursday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, cloudy skies, high near 53. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, 
a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876 at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry. Our smile begins with yours. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Glad you joined us for today's show. It's Gerard and Rhino and Middays Super Talk Mississippi. And uh, lots of text rolling in. Uh, let's see. Lots of text rolling in about um, concerns about the medical marijuana initiative. And the vote thereof, which, of course, passed at the ballot box, but the Supreme Court struck it down on uh, based on a lawsuit that came before them that was filed. And so now we kind of await the possibility of action from our legislature and governor, potentially in a special session, though we're running out of time for that. Yeah, you got about two weeks left that you could realistically get it done without a whole bunch of legislators getting upset. Yeah, I think that's right, as you start to get closer to the holidays and so forth. I think that is a a sticking point, though, because you remember the governor laid it at the legislators' feet, saying they have some issues to work out. When they get it worked out and bring it to me, and they all agreed, then we'll call the session. That could come back to bite him in the butt, though, if he doesn't get around to a session and lays it at their feet saying they never got it squared away, they never brought me something that would would get done in a day or two. And then they go and open the next session and knock it out in the first day or two. Yeah. That's going to look pretty bad. I agree. And so, and then there there's a, the cost issue. It, we're at the point now, I mean, if we'd have done this three, four months ago, you could have seen some value in the cost of convening a special session and getting the program out there and getting it cranked up. At this point, 
sort of a month away, month and a half, I'm not sure that makes sense from a cost perspective. That would uh, be the other factor, that I think, that should figure into it. I mean, but somebody may be able to make a case for another, you know, that month, that six weeks has value with respect to cranking the program up. I haven't heard that, and that's uh, kind of above my pay grade, as they say. I just haven't analyzed that and didn't ask that last week of Ken Newberger, when, uh, who's the president or the executive director of the Mississippi Med- Medical Marijuana Association, but perhaps that's a valid question. So uh, Vicki in West Point says, when I worked on a mayoral campaign this year, I was knocking doors and found myself in front of an address on the voting roll where there was no house. However, someone from their address, I'm, I can't really tell what she's saying there, uh, in the final sentence. Do you, can you make that out, Rhino? Uh, let's see, where did it go? I want to say it was, uh, yeah, however, someone from that address voted in the primary. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so that I think that's a function of, of uh, errors on the voter rolls, Vicky, and I also think it, it, it kind of supports, substantiates a point I make, made with, was, uh, with the secretary, which is it doesn't assure any kind of fraud. It just opens the door up for it. So the fact that they voted, someone from that address voted in the primary, if that's certainly true, uh, right, that, that's a problem. That's, that's an invalid vote. That's a fraudulent vote. And speaking of voting on Election Day, with the discussion in the last segment with Secretary of State Michael Watson on cleaning up the voter rolls from the ceasefire text line, I was accidentally taken off the roll for the last presidential election. I filled out the affidavit form, submitted my vote in five minutes. Clerk verified my eligibility quickly Yeah, in Granada County. And that's precisely what the secretary said, that there is a remedy for a situation if you're removed without uh, initiating that effort yourself, which is what it takes, essentially. If somehow you got removed inadvertently, it's a pretty, pretty quick fix. You, you verify, confirm who you are, authenticate, sign the affidavit, you're back on, good to go, and vote. Pretty easy. So, anyhow, uh, I think we do a pretty good job. I commend the Secretary. I, I'm not aware of any just sort of massive fraud or voting irregularities that, that have been reported in our state. I'm not aware. Maybe there are some, and certainly Vicki has pointed out one in West Point. Um, I'm assuming that was a mayoral election in West Point, where she's from. But anyhow, uh, I do support the secretary's push to get the roles cleaned up. It's, it's uh, I think, a fairly well-structured approach that he worked with the legislature on and, and just but couldn't get any traction. And it does involve automatic removal if you're not active over a period, I think, two consecutive presidential elections, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, if you don't vote, you get removed, but it's pretty easy to get back on. I mean, it's no big deal. Nobody's going to prevent. The left wants you to think that we're just suppressing the vote. You just, no, can't vote. And it's just not true. Oh, yeah, that's another one of those McAuliffe talking points. It should be easier to vote oh, than to buy a gun. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I just want somebody to come on this program. I was program. aware you had to do a background check to vote. <laughs> exactly. I want somebody to come forward and say, I was denied my right to vote. 
I, who's going to say that? I mean, if somebody's got a case where, yeah, I went down to vote and they said you can't. And I said, well, geez, I'm, I'm registered properly. Nope, sorry, you can't. Now, what that doesn't consider is the, the process for registering to vote. And they want they want same day registration, and, and and if anything less is considered suppressing the vote, voter suppression. That's just not right. Hmm. Let's see. The friend the friendly California commie writes back. I just mean that not every episode touches upon all the controversial topics at once. This was a spicy one, entertaining as always. <laughs> Talking about CRT and gender stuff. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It does seem like there are some people in the country talking about the, the let's go, Brandon thing that have lost their <clears throat> minds. Yeah. It's, I think it was, it was either NBC or CBS requested comment from the Secret Service because they found a firearms manufacturer that was putting let's go, Brandon on an AR-15 lower. Oh, I didn't know that. They were seeking a comment from the Secret Service because that's obviously a threat against the president, right? <laughs> I mean, they're they're projecting it as a just a crisis, and same people that were applauding it when they did a modern, updated version of Julius Caesar starring Trump. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Oh yeah, that was in New York right after he was elected. They had it in Central Park or oh, something. It gosh. was theater in the park, and they did. Julius Caesar, where, spoiler alert, Caesar gets stabbed by everybody? Yeah, they they put it as Trump getting stabbed by everybody. Well, there's so many examples of, uh, I guess you could call it vulgarity, that happened long before this came up. You remember Robert De Niro? Uh, He was introduced... Uh, he introduced Bruce Springsteen at the 2018 Tony Awards, and he used that opportunity to express his disapproval of Trump. And he said, I'm going to say one thing, F. Trump, cue the standing ovation. Remember that? What about what about uh, member of the squad there, Rashida Tlaib, when somebody had videoed her, we're going to impeach the MFR? Remember that one? Before he was elected. Yeah, it's rich hearing Democrats talk about decorum. It's ridiculous. Uh, Rapper Eminem, F. Trump, in a concert. Uh, Madonna. I've thought a lot about blowing up the White House. I mean, you can just go down the list. It's such a ridiculous double standard. Vicky and West putting a family-friendly euphemism like let's go Brandon on what people are actually chanting at the stadiums exactly. is somehow going to end our democracy. <laughs> That's right. It's a threat to democracy. So ridiculous. Okay, so Vicky says, my daughter with no ID received a picture ID voting card from the circuit clerk. Okay. I assume, Vicki, your daughter is eligible, qualifies to vote. Uh, so I'm not sure if you're saying that the the circuit clerk issued a voter ID, I guess, without your daughter authenticating her identity. I would say that's on the circuit clerk. If that's the case, I'm assuming that that's a requirement 
<laughs> to be issued a, a uh, voting card. You got to prove who you are. Hmm. No ID whatsoever for that. Interesting. Have you reported that to Secretary of State Watson, Vicky? I would ask you that. I, I think that's the way I'd handle that. Don Henley with Dirty Laundry here, bumping us out of this segment. We'll come back with more talk and some foreigner tickets. Stay with us. Middays will return. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. What are the kids singing about? Do you know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. Shop online and check out what's in stock or visit one of our showrooms. Make your house your favorite place to come home to with instant savings and no money down financing. The low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. 
I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Medical marijuana supporters are frustrated that Governor Tate Reeves has not called a special session. Senator John Polk shared his thoughts on the possibility. Uh, every day that we wait, I think it becomes more iffy. I mean, we're looking right now at, what, two weeks to two and a half weeks to Thanksgiving. Uh, nobody works during Thanksgiving. Uh, then you're looking at uh, December. You're looking at Christmas, New Year, and here we are in regular session. And a man has been arrested for shooting the manager of a Brookhaven Waffle House in the head and shooting another victim in the arm. Willie Walker III is being held without bond in Lincoln County. He's charged with attempted murder, two counts of shooting into a vehicle, and aggravated assault. He was already out on bond for a previous shooting a few weeks ago. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Welcome back, everyone. Middays back with you. We thank you so much for joining us today. So uh, we got some more texts coming in. Vicki in West Point just wanted to follow up on this. Uh, she said, it's legal. She had to take an oath. My point is Mississippi doesn't restrict voting. People scream and cry about how requiring an ID card is uh, to vote is dis." enfranchisement. My daughter cannot get a driver's license and doesn't have a state picture ID. There is a remedy from the state to allow her to vote. Appreciate that. I, I agree. I I do think that's a key point. And, and even in Georgia, which 
ultimately it drew the ire from across the nation, right, from Democrats, and ultimately caused Major League Baseball to move the uh, All-Star game. Numerous other corporations all had to come out with their criticism of Georgia because they enacted some uh, some new voting laws to just to try to prevent fraud. That's all it was, an abuse of voting. And they they labeled it as, as voter suppression. And I'm always confused as to why is it that always described whenever they talk about suppression is it's always the marginalized populations that are suppressed. Well, what's unique there? I still say that that's soft bigotry. Oh, no. Black folks can't get driver's licenses. This is crazy. I, and many of them are offended by it. They, they, they find it to be a discriminatory to some extent. It's, it's racist. All white people are able to get driver's licenses, but black people aren't. They, don't, they can't. Notice it's always white people screaming about that. White liberals, right? Typically. That's where that crap comes from. And, of course, now Texas and many other states are considering, in the wake of what was discovered in 2020, especially with a massive mail-in vote, voting and because of COVID and so forth, and reports of machine anomalies and irregularities in, in tabulation, I'm still not totally convinced it would have made a difference. Uh, I would I need more data on that, but I, but I think that we've got to constantly try, as the secretary said, of to to make it better, tighter, more convenient. All that's all possible simultaneously. They didn't move the World Series though, did they? According to uh, says, I'm sorry, says Darren and Jackson. No, they, they didn't. I, I don't know that that. I don't know how the what the rules say, but I seriously doubt that in the major league franchise agreements that if you're in the teams in the World Series, pretty sure that they that rules stipulate the games are going to be played there, and they rotate American League, National League, who who gets the two three two. The way that works, I thought they decided it with the All Star Game. Well, maybe you're right. I, at one time, it was. I remember that was American the League answer National. after Bud Selig ended an All Star Game in a tie, which okay. was just an That's abomination right. to baseball. But it's, then after the year after that, they started making the All Star Game matter That's where right. the winner of the all-star game got home field advantage I for the think, world series i think that's right but nonetheless you're, you're going to get a couple of games i just wonder what's going to happen with the billion dollar lawsuit against major league baseball by all the businesses in atlanta bravo to them i hope they prevail it's, it was i know ridiculous. they filed it shortly after it was announced that the game was getting pulled but i haven't seen anything after it yeah yeah so uh it's just crazy how all that worked out. But, you know, I think it's fair to say that turnabout was fair play in that deal. Karma kind of reared its head in a good way, in my view. They ended up with three games. So, in Atlanta, it's a good thing. It was Palmetto State Armory, by the way. You mentioned the, the, the gun manufacturer selling... Weapons with Let's Go Brandon engraved. Uh, it's 
it's as much just funny as anything. Again, it's another deal where you're taking this so seriously. It's just words, man. Oh, yeah. The woke scolds of mainstream media have to go get a comment from the Secret Service because a private firearms manufacturer made a joke on their manufactured goods. Like I said, can't laugh. Can't have fun. Just, you gotta, you gotta eliminate that from your life to be a good wokester, right? It's just, I do really think it's true. You you have to associate killing fun with the left. I think it's true. I think it's obvious. Hmm. Crime in Jackson. What if the births to single mothers were under 25% instead of over 75 I, I, I agree with you. That's Gary and the Berg. I, I, I personally believe, and this is nothing that we haven't said here on the show, uh, fatherless homes, out-of-wedlock births, number one driver of crime. It's also, I think, the number one driver of poverty. And, gosh, we, we've hammered it on the program, but it's, it is – statistically substantiated with with numbers and math. So there, therefore, there's got to be a connection. If it were not overwhelming in nature, you'd say, no, there's no connection. But it is. Therefore, I think one has to connect. The problem, Gary, is you speak up about it and you get attacked. You get denounced. You get castigated. And government doesn't seem to have any interest in speaking up about it whatsoever, especially in Jackson. I just don't think there's any desire to go there. But we, by the way, we've got lots of text on this, Bob and Starkville. And, and uh, he said, sad. How do we change it? They continue to promote the birth of minority children for monetary gain. Yeah, it's not only monetary gain, it's power. It, it confers power at the ballot box. The poor black kids are being used as political tools to buy votes. I, I think that's a plausible theory. Uh, I, but there's just no desire that I can tell at any level of government to address that. And I'm not sure government is the best the best messenger and, and, and the best resource to address it. I think it's got to come from from other uh, trusted sources, folks that that uh, the community that seems to uh, to be, uh, I guess, kind of immersed in what is just a, a lifestyle that's producing out of wedlock births and fatherless homes. I, I, last I checked, Mississippi was either one or two in terms of fatherless homes. Like 45% of the homes in our state with children in them are fatherless. And you, you just kind of predict the likely results of that as, as time passes by. So it's a, it's a concern. There have been a uh, – there's a text here that I want to get to. Disappo- I'm disappointed. This is Sissy on the ceasefire text line from the 228. I'm so disappointed in Governor Reeves of late. He hasn't protected Mississippians from the mandates. They're talking about the vaccine mandates. He's not aggressively addressing CRT in the state. He has lied about calling a special session to address the initiative process 
or the marijuana bill. Well, the easy one is the the initiative process. Keep in mind, sissy, that that would require amending the Constitution, and therefore that's got to go to the ballot box in a statewide election. And the next time that occurs is 2022. So there's there's no sense of urgency on that one. It, you can't do anything about it until 2022. So if they wanted to place a measure on the ballot, they could do that in the regular session, in the 22 regular session for the 2022 November statewide elections. The marijuana bill, I, I think the deal there is there are just still some issues that the governor has concerns about, and I think the latest there is that until those are hammered out to his satisfaction by the Senate and the House, and he's satisfied the with the uh, the final draft and is ready to put it on the table, knowing that the votes are there. He'd call a special session. Just not a lot of info there. Um, the mandates, you know, there's a number of states, I think last I checked, 19 that are suing the federal government. I mean, he could, he could certainly call a special session and pass a law, but I don't think it has any teeth in it. It's something that's got to be sorted out by the courts. Until the courts rule on it, and again, there's there are 19 states that are in uh, have already joined in a, a suit against the Biden administration for those mandates. I totally disagree that that Biden has the authority, the federal government has the authority to require that of a private business, and I'm iffy on even requiring it from federal contractors. It, I think it oversteps the bounds. We got to take a break right here. We'll come back. Soon as we do come back, foreigner tickets. Rhino will handle that for us. One more segment in midday. Stay with us. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport. It's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting, and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe. Honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And diamond for diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. 9 out of 10, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs Junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. some foreigner tickets. Oh yeah, one of the best selling groups of all time, Foreigners, coming to the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on November 13th. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or you can swing by the Bancorp South Arena box office. But now you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets for free. All you got to do 
is text in to the C Spire text line. Be lucky number 21 today. The C Spire text line number is 601-879-4395. Be the 21st person to text in the word URGENT, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Foreigner on November 13th at the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo. There you go. Well, appreciate everyone joining us and lots of activity on the text line, trying to get to all of it that we can. Uh, let's see here. I wanted to get back to, if I can find it, the the calls by the listener, Sissy, that wanted the governor to call a special session. Critical race theory, you know, I, I know there's been some reports of that uh, or something that uh, looks like it, close a close facsimile of it. But the, the issue is I, there's no consensus like so many other things. What exactly is critical race theory? Most people couldn't define it. And if you go back to its origins and sort of fast forward to today, it's been hijacked. I think that's pretty clear to say. Rather than just the, the uh, original concept of analyzing our society and across all its institutions uh, through through uh, and, and the potential impact, I should say, of race on it from an economic perspective, justice and judicial perspective, uh, etc. It, it's just been hijacked to, to be more of a, a tool of indoctrination and division. Marxist division, honestly, and it was it was conceived of by a Marxist professor. I mean, he was a self-avowed Marxist at Harvard who came up with this idea. And th- this uh, this notion of dividing children into buckets, the oppressed and the oppressors, that's what it's become. That really wasn't the original foundation uh, and, the, and the genesis of it. It was just... It was an academic discipline to just examine, study, analyze, research the possibility of race being included in public policy and uh, even in in private operations, in private business models and so forth. That's fair to analyze it, examine it, consider it, but to start dividing people and teaching children to hate the country and hate each other and teaching them that they're evil and wicked. We played the tape yesterday of a six-year-old girl that asked her mother, hey, I learned at school that I'm evil because I'm white. Well, that's that's over the top. That's beyond the pale. That's not studying a theory. That's teaching people how to think. That's labeling them, classifying them, categorizing them. That's just wrong. And that, that's what's happening here. So if that's happening in the state, I know the Mississippi Center for Public Policy has, has written a somewhat about it and has taken on this issue. You know, I, I would support the governor addressing that and the, really the legislature addressing this. I I think we got to be careful. I don't want to ban consideration and study of theory. 
even even such a, such a theory that race may be have been through our history embedded at racism I should say in in society that's fair but at the same token dividing children like that no that's I don't think that's productive as Condoleezza Rice says there's no value to be gained from that and teaching children that they're inherently evil and wicked and so is the nation no that's beyond just studying theory and there's got to be a balanced approach as we've said so many times we've got to take stock of and learn about and discuss all the positives Finally, we're going to be, um, we'll be back in the studio tomorrow and Thursday, but on the 5th, on Friday, we're going to be at uh, two museums, the Civil Rights Museum and the Mississippi uh, Museum of Mississippi History. We're going to be doing a remote from down there. Looking forward to that. That's Middays with Gerard on site at the two museums. It's coming Friday. In the meantime, thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.